listeners, welcome back to the last episode of the biography of an abolitionist and a formerly enslaved Douglas, this author has met, and I hope you enjoyed this story as you follow me. The accusation prompted Douglas to defend himself in an October 31 letter to the Rochester Democrats and American, in which he insisted that he never made a promise to join the raid and that the taking of, of Abbas Ferry was a measure never encouraged by the world or by my vote, if, irregardless, he knew he was in a world of trouble, for his public ties to a man being tried for treason, and by November he had set sail for England. Returning the following summer to a country on the cusp of civil war, Douglas realized the value of invoking Brown as a martyr for, an, for anti-slavery efforts and a recruiting tool for Union soldiers. His mission accomplished with the Union victory, Douglas later celebrated his fallen friend through a speech delivered numerous times, including at Alpas Ferry Storer College in 1881, in which it depicted the Amoric raid as a thunderclap. That sparked a morally decaying nation into action. When John Brown stretched forth his arm, the sky was cleared. He declared in the speech, powerful conclusion, the time for compromises was gone, and to the hand host of freedom, standing above the chasm of a broken union, was committed the decision of the sword, and thus made our own, and not John Brown's the lost cause.